The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Titles Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for 20% off. That's the promo code SGPN for 20% off. You're listening to Scamessa Italia here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. I use that account to tweet about all sports and also that's where I post my monthly spreadsheet. I am a transparent and tracked handicapper who has delivered 122 months in a row of transparent track profit. That's not me claiming I'm unbeatable. I've had losing days. I've even had losing weeks, but I've never had a four-week losing period. I've never had a losing month. I'm undefeated in 122 months in a row. That means for over a decade, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. Once the spreadsheets aren't visible anymore on the X account or the Twitter account, they move over to lockbetting.com where you can see all the spreadsheets. And don't just have a look to verify the fact that I've been undefeated for a decade. Have a look at the type of bets that we do because we do it in a sensible way. Proper bankroll management, low stakes, no five unit plays, five star plays, 10 unit maxes, 20 unit whale plays, 50 unit player of the year. No, none of that. All sensible staking and it has all ended up delivering a profit on a monthly basis for over a decade. So if you want to get involved, shoot me a DM on that Twitter account at LockBangX or just simply go to LockBang.com, follow the steps and sign up for the service. It's a draw, but it is enough. Tonight, the world may spin, but the sky must surely fall in Naples. There is no tomorrow for Napoli. There is only this. Spalletti has done it. Napoli have done it. The 33-year wait is over as Spalletti and his players become instantly immortal. So many near misses in recent years. So much heartbreak. Decades of longing. Decades of struggling. But now this... It's time to open the casts of memory, the tributes to Maradona and his teammates, to the era of Bianchi and Bigon. It must all be brought up to date now. Spalletti and these Napoli players, it echoes in eternity. Napoli are the champions. 
Naples will not sleep. Nor will it ever grow tired of this. It's only the start. 80 points. Nobody can catch them. They've done it with five games to spare. What a team. What a rebuild this season. And maybe now, as Don has said, what a future for this Napoli side. Yeah, what an achievement it was. Not only did Napoli win the title, they absolutely romped it with five games to spare at the point where they were declared champions with five games to go. They were 16 points clear at the top and they had that type of lead throughout the season. It was looking like we were going to have a runaway winner when we took the break for the World Cup. And what we needed was the Milan teams to wake up, Juventus to wake up, somebody to wake up and put some pressure on Napoli. It didn't come. They just absolutely continued down that path. And I don't think that is going to be the start of a generation of Napoli winning the league over and over again, or even winning it on a number of occasions. With Spalletti there last season, I think it was just a case of catching lightning in the bottle. Now, Napoli were very, very good. You don't get to 80 points after 33 games if you weren't, but there was no pressure. There was no challenge from Juve, AC Milan or Inter. Everybody was very, very lacklustre. It was only at the end of the season where Inter Milan discovered their form, got themselves in the Champions League, which in itself wasn't even confirmed until very late on. It looked like that was going to be touch and go for a while. Then, of course, got themselves to the Champions League final with uh, AC Milan knocking out Napoli en route to a all-Milan semi-final where Inter comfortably got rid of AC Milan. AC Milan, the defending champions, they were never in it. They too were lucky to get Champions League football at the end. And that was really the primary focus of everybody. It'll be interesting to see what will happen if other teams now can make a better start. Because... As we discussed on the future show, Serie A is tight. Serie A is the tightest league in Europe. You can chuck a thin piece of paper between these teams with Inter at 2-1, Napoli at 9-4, Juve at 9-2, although overweighted for me in the market, and AC Milan at 6 or 7-1. So while we have two teams who are more fancied in the market by the books, we don't have a significant favourite like we do in France, like we do in Germany, or even like we do in the EPL. This is the tightest league in Europe, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out. We were supposed to get that last year, and we didn't, because from out of nowhere, Napoli blasted through as the fifth favourite to win the league going into the season, and a team who had sold off a lot of experienced players. So it was seen as a year of transition. It wasn't. So for all of these teams who talk about building their project, building their project, needing time, wanting to get give players time to adjust to the new system, to the new team, to the new teammates, all of this talk that we have about rebuilds and transition periods, all of that was blown away by a team who really only had one season together and suddenly delivered this brand new brand of high octane football that just blasted through the competition like a hot knife through butter and saw them win the league comfortably 
with five games to go. Now, obviously, there was a lot of interest in some of these players from bigger clubs, but Napoli have actually done a pretty good job holding on to some of their main players. Yes, they did lose their main centre-back to Bayern Munich. However, holding on to Kavrat Skilia and Victor Oshiman will still give them more than a good chance of being up there again. But I do think the biggest loss has to be the surprise loss of Spalletti. I think realising he wasn't going to be significantly backed in the market and Napoli weren't able to progress from this. It would have to be a case of standing still and having to do it again. Um, Spalletti decided surprisingly that he was going to take a break from management and left this job whilst accomplishing something massive with Napoli. So that was a big surprise to people. And now Rudy Garcia comes in and he is faced with the task of trying to do it again. And it'll be interesting to see if he continues on with the high-octane brand of football or whether Napoli implement a different style here to try and retain the Serie A title that they won last season. They opened things up today at 5.30 UK time. They are travelling to the newly promoted side, Frosinone, and they are the 1-2 to two favourites to start with an away win. It's 19-5 to five here on the draw, and it's 13-2 to two here on Frosinone. Last version, last season's version of Napoli starts here with a comfortable win. A lot of people think Frosinone will go down. But it's very, very hard to call who will actually go down in Serie A this season. And making your home ground will be a fortress. I think for all of these sides coming up, uh, being strong at home, being difficult to be at home in front of your own supporters where Italian grounds can deliver a hostile atmosphere will be important for all of them. I just feel that coming up against Napoli to start with, will be a step too far for Frosinone to make that good start to the season. As I mentioned, the money line price on Napoli is 1-2 to two minus 200. We will want to navigate away from that, although that isn't a bad parlay piece for Serie A today, given that Napoli won 14 of their 19 away league games last season. Napoli have won their last three meetings with Frosinone 2-0. Uh, I mean 2-0 as in without conceding a goal, not the 2-0 scoreline. And Napoli kept a clean sheet in nine of their 19 away games last season. Speaking of 2-0, that was the scoreline when Napoli travelled to Frosinone back in 2019. So it could be worth a small punt at 6-1 as I do see this being the type of team where Frosinone tried to contain Napoli And once Napoli get the breakthrough, the game may open up and that may allow Napoli to get the second. But I don't see this being a high scoring game. So if you are looking to get away from that one to two, tacking on under four and a half goals has been a popular play for my clients because that's always a way to get us away from just a short money line price. Not that this one is overly short, but it's a better price to go from uh, the money line to the money line with under four and a half goals tacked on and taking that risk that we won't see five goals here in this game. And I don't think we will. Of their 28 league wins last season, 18 of them featured three goals or fewer. So I'm expecting a slow start to proceedings here for the reigning champions as they try to break down a newly promoted team. 
But ultimately, I do think with the attacking talent on show with Ushman and Caratskilia staying at Napoli, they will get the breakthrough. So my first choice here for this game will be Napoli to get the win with under four and a half goals tacked on. This gets us away from the short line of one to two minus 200. And instead, by taking this selection, we will get the price of four to five, four to five minus 125 on Napoli and the under four and a half goals. Before we move on to the later games, let me tell you guys about game time. Game time makes buying tickets to your favourite events far less stressful. I've been in many situations where ticket buying has been stressful, being in a foreign country, being in a foreign country where your tickets don't arrive in time for the event. And um, in one instance, I need to call in a huge favourite. I actually had to call a WWE wrestler to get me into a WWE show. It was WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium this, this, um, this spring where I was getting no help from the staff who said, we're not StubHub staff. We are SoFi staff. So yeah, it was just a a nightmare situation. And of course, there's always paying over the odds, not knowing when to pull the trigger, whether seats are going to go up, whether seats are going to go down, whether you're going to get better seats. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can now stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the actual fun you'll have going to the event. Forget playing months in advance. Game time has tickets, deal, ticket deals right up to the day of the event. And you can also get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre and more. A game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section for a section and row, sorry for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, we've sweetened the deal because you can create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Up next, we move on to the Favourites, the narrow favourites to win Serie A this season. I'm talking about Inter Milan. They begin at home to Monza, who had a very strong finish to last season. Looked like they were going to be relegation fodder at the start of the season after having a poor losing run to start with. But they came away from that and ended up surviving very, very comfortably. They are the 6-1 to underdogs to go to Milan and win this game. It's four to one on the draw, and Milan are the one to two minus two hundred favourites, exactly the same as Napoli. Just like Napoli, I feel that Inter will be able to pick up a win here, and instead of going for the over, oh sorry, the under four and a half goals here to get us away from the one to two line, I'm going to just tack on the over one and a half goals, as I do feel that Inter may need. Two goals to make sure they win this game. This is because Monza were a difficult side for many teams and they were a problem side for Inter last season as well. They took four points from their two games against Inter in the league. The visitors also only failed to score in one of their last 11 games when they were on their hot run. While Inter, they hit 37 goals in 19 home league games last season. So, 
I'm expecting there to be goals at both ends, but ultimately I think Inter will end up winning this game. They're just going to need to score a couple of goals, in my opinion, to do it. They ended last season by hitting 10 goals across their final three home league games, and I think they can open up here with a win of 3 or 4-1 against a Monza team who should be competitive and should be able to get on the score sheet and should provide Inter more problems as they picked up four points against them last season. But Inter have enough attacking quality and I think they should be able to win today with some room to spare and start to start on the opening day with three points. My selection here will be to take Inter Milan to win. And we'll tack on the over 1.5 goals, which gets us away from the 1-2 to two line and gives us the price of 4-6 to six minus 150. So not quite as good as when we um, applied a prop to the Napoli selection, but still better than getting 1-2, to two, getting 4-6 to six minus 150 here in a game where you only lose if Inter Milan win by a 1-0 scoreline. So any Inter win that isn't 1-0 and you cash this selection for this game. Up next, we move across to Sunday and we look at Jose Mourinho's AS Roma hosting Salernitana, where Roma are the four to seven favourites to start with a home win. It's 16 to five on the draw and Salernitana are the five to one underdogs. I think Mourinho's men will start with a win. They did win 10 of their final 14 home games last season across all competitions. But five of those victories did come by one goal margin. So they are a team who tend to grind out results rather than looking particularly good in getting victories, even at home. I do feel that Salonatana could be good for a goal here. These two sides played out a 2-2 draw at this venue in May. And both teams scored in 10 of Salonatana's final 13 games. And they actually scored themselves in 12 of those 13. Roma conceded in five of their final six home games last season. So Mourinho, who is a defensive manager, he is pragmatic. He wouldn't have liked seeing that kind of stat. But ultimately, does he have the personnel here to do anything about it? You can be the best coach in the world and you can specifically be one of the best defensive managers in the world. And Reno is one of the best defensive managers of all time. But if you don't have the personnel, then you don't have the personnel to really do too much about it. So I think Salonatana may be good for a goal here in this game. Therefore, I'm going to go down the same route as I did for the Inter game. I'm going to take Roma to start with a win and I'm going to tack on the over 1.5 goals here. That gets me away from a 4 to 7 line and gives me 5 to 6 minus 120 for this game for Roma to win by any score line that isn't a 1 0 win for Roma. Up next, we move on to a game that should be a very, very good game, at least on paper, between Sassuolo and Atalanta. You would think you'll guarantee goals here in this one. Sassuolo are the 12-5 home underdogs. It's 11-4 on the draw. And Atalanta are the even money favourites. I'm expecting goals as when you see these two, two when you see these two names in Serie A, they are two teams who do deliver entertaining football. These are two teams who do deliver goals. They have done for the last two, three seasons. So when they come together your mind automatically thinks that you're going to see a high-scoring game. And it would not surprise me to see a high-scoring game. But the bookies are also expecting a high-scoring game between the two sides. Therefore, the lines on goals are a little bit juiced. Therefore, 
I have decided to go in a different direction. Atalanta are a team who scored 66 goals in 38 games last season, but they also conceded 48, while Sassuolo, they were good for 47 goals, which is actually lower for them than usual, but they still conceded 61. So these two teams were still involved in high-scoring games last season, but I'm going to steer away from that and I'm going to take a lean on Sassuolo to avoid a defeat here. Given Atalanta have reworked their squad over the summer, for them to come here and win at Sassuolo, which is a difficult place to go to as an even money favourite, that doesn't really offer up some value. But taking Sassuolo not to lose the game at 45 minus 125 does. Sassuolo have won their last two games against Atalanta and they picked up 28, uh, picked up 28 of their 45 total points last season at home. So they were much better at home. Although the season before, you could say they were better away because they took some serious scalps on the road the season before. But ultimately, you land on these two teams being quite inconsistent and Sassuolo being more inconsistent than Atalanta because Atalanta are obviously the better side. But here, getting them at even money to start with a win, I think that's too short. And I'm going to take Sassuolo to avoid a defeat in this game. So we'll take Sassuolo on the double chance market at 4-5, to five, minus one at 25 to get something from this game as our main lean here for this one. Before we move on to the late games, let me tell you guys about Sports Gambling Podcast's Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 first prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for Patreons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from the guys at SGPN. There is even a Discord channel just for Patreons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling, so do your part and sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Moving on to our two late games here, 7.45 kickoffs. UK time and we begin by looking at the game here between Lecce and Lazio. Lazio finished as runners-up in the league last season. They'll need to go some to do that again because that was a very, very phenomenal achievement which no one saw coming but it was largely in part to the teams around them being quite poor which we discussed earlier. They are though the even money favourites to go to Lecce and start with a win. It's 23-10 to 10 on the draw and Lecce here are the 3-1 to one underdogs. Lazio are going to be a very difficult team to read this season, but I will take them to start with a win here against Lecce. Lecce only won three times at home last season. And uh, the new boss here, Roberto Di Avrissia, has quite a questionable defensive record when you look at his last two jobs. So this is a very strange appointment for me because this is a manager who likes to play attack and football, but I don't know whether he has the attack here at Lecce to do it. And he hasn't had the attack at previous jobs. Lazio won an impressive 11 away games last season. And whilst I don't think they'll go anywhere near that, they should see off a Lecce outfit who I think are going to struggle. So we'll take Lazio simply on the money line. I did quote even money as the price here. If you shop around, you can get some plus 110, 11 to 10s. And uh, they will be my selection here for this one. Lazio to start with an away win at Lecce. The final game on Sunday sees Juventus travelling to Udinese, where the old lady is the 5-6 to favourite to start with a win. It's 5-2 to two on the draw and Udinese are the 7-2 to two home underdogs. 
I don't know what version of Juve we'll see this season. Surprisingly, they have managed to keep hold of most of their players despite being kicked out of Europe and nobody knowing what's happening in the future and with Dusan Vlajevic and Paul Pogba being linked to moves away. But they still have their team intact for the most part despite not um, signing many incomings. It's just Di Maria and Juan Corrado who are the main losses and I think Juve could be good enough to grind out a tight victory here against an opponent that they beat twice last season by a 1-0 scoreline. It's also worth noting that the hosts lost three of their final four league games last season without scoring a goal. So I do think Juve will be able to grind out a KG win, but I did tell myself I wasn't going to invest any money on Juve until I saw them play their first three or four games. So I'm not going to. I'm instead going to go for under two and a half goals here. There is good data for Udinese not contributing towards the scoring. And if Juve win, I think it's going to be tight and cagey, much like the two 1-0 wins over Udinese last season. Juve also saw under two and a half goals cash in 79% of their away games last season. And the visitors also kept the second most clean sheets in Serie A last season as well. Max Allegri's approach does dull the influence of his more attack-minded stars, but ultimately that's how Max Allegri's always been. He'll be looking to keep it tight and cagey. He won't be taking the game to Udinese. Udinese will be wary of um, Juve's attacking players. And ultimately, I think they'll cancel each other out with Juve looking for a moment of magic from the stars that they still have on the pitch. They'll be looking for a better season from Dusan Vlajevic. And they'll actually be looking for Paul Bogba to actually play and do something this season. So I think Juve will win this game. But under two and a half goals for me is the standout play. And we'll take it as our main selection at the price of four to five Minus 125 here in this one. Closing out with your lock for this show. Really difficult to pick a lock for this show because there were three or four games I liked equally, but wasn't in love with any of them. So it wasn't a case of this is the one and or I really loved these two. It was a case of I quite like these four and had to pick one of those out. The other three will probably appear on my soccer card over at lockbetting.com where you can sign up for a month of soccer picks or you can sign up for a month of picks from all sports. It's not too late to get on board with the futures plays that have already gone out and my futures all time for futures one unit and over land at 79.7% all time. So well worth still looking at those. But I've ended up going for Inter Milan and over 1.5 goals as my main play. That is a selection that's available at 4 to 6 minus 150. If you look at Inter Milan's pre-season, they've been very, very solid. They have been scoring goals for fun. They started with a 10-0 win over Pergoletsi. They then had a 1-1 draw against Al Nassar before winning 2-1 against PSG, 4-3 against Salzburg, and 4-2 against Ignatia in their last game, a game where they actually had 34 shots on goal and 15 of them on target. And I was considering making a shot prop, my lock for Inter Milan to have over 12.5 shots. And I seriously considered that, but I did have to think about how many uh, books would have that available. US markets are well behind European markets as it is. 
And then for me to give out a shot prop probably would have isolated quite a few of you. So we're sticking with Inter to win with over 1.5 goals tacked on. In order to win this game, Inter are going to have to do something they didn't do last season, which is beat Monza. Monza took four points away from them. And I think that will make Inter Milan even more cautious and focused for this opening day. And our lock is available at the price of 46 minus 150. That's it for me. Don't forget to check out all of the additional content I have posted this weekend. That includes the EPL show, looking at the games from match day two. Last week's EPL show went eight and one. And we've already started with a win taking Nottingham Forest on the money line. That was a one unit play for my clients over at lockbetting.com because that was on the lock shortlist and uh, ended up becoming an official play. And that one, we also have a season preview for the Bundesliga. We have a season preview with for Serie A. There's futures locks on both of those two shows. We have an edition of the fight show coming out in the next few hours, looking at tonight's UFC card. And of course, we have Bet MUFC, which will feature a bonus lock. Don't forget, if you want to listen to my bonus podcast, the Bundesliga show is free on the Lock Betting feed. All you need to do is search for Lock Betting wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.